Hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, this is a podcast. Got my homie Amanda Washington on tap today, man. Hey, how, how you, you doing? doing? How you doing? How you doing? It's, it's been, been a long time since I've seen you. Yeah. How are you? How you been? Um, I'm good. So I just moved back from Atlanta like five months ago. So, yeah. I mean, the vibe is like totally different because I'm used to being around like all black people. Yeah. And just seeing brown people. So, I mean, I'm like, I'm getting over it now, but it was a bit of a culture shock when I moved yeah. back. But. And we just had our first uh, snowfall of the season. Yeah. Does it snow a lot in Atlanta? So, no. But whenever <laughs> it snows, the whole city shuts down. Like, yeah. in 2014, they had this big snowstorm and they called it the snowpocalypse. But, like, they're not prepared for anything. So, you know how, like, you'll see, like, your neighborhood snowplow, like, running around, whatever. Like, yeah. they're salting the roads and whatever before the snow comes. Like, in Atlanta, in 2014, I think they only had eight snowplows for the whole city. Like eight snowplows. Yeah. I'm like, there's eight snowplows in my prepared. one neighborhood. Yeah, they're just not prepared for that. They're not prepared at all, and like everybody just freaks out. So, like, they let everybody out of work at the same time, and it started snowing. So, like, people were stuck on the highway for like and days. The, and the traffic is already crazy <laughs> out there. That's the crazy thing. People were stuck in traffic. They couldn't get to their kids. Like, it was wild. So, it That's doesn't crazy. snow a lot, but when it snows, everything shuts down. Like, you think it's like Armageddon. Like, yeah. there's no bread, there's no water in the grocery <laughs> store. Like, it's OD. That's that's actually kind of how um, Virginia is when I was living there. Mm-hmm. Like, they're... Dog, I'm telling you, when we have like an inch or two, you know what I'm saying? Like you got, you talk about fleets of snow, motherfucking plows <laughs> out. You got people like not knowing what to do. Like it's really crazy. Shit shuts down. Yeah, man. I don't know though. Like Virginia's right there. Atlanta's not too far from here. I feel like they would be mm-hmm. more prepared for snow. Yeah, especially like Virginia, like what, like the Hampton area, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like nah. That, it's crazy because they really they them. really shut down like they really don't know what to do when it snows. Maybe yeah. now they have a better idea, but like when I was there, like maybe three, four, five years ago, mm-hmm. like I'm telling you, shit was shut down. Like when we had a couple inches, and I'd be I'd be thinking back to like when I lived here, and it's like dog, like a couple inches isn't that big of a it deal. You know what I'm saying? Then I think of like. My sister lives in Chicago, you know what I'm saying? My uh, mm-hmm. my roommate when I was in college lived in Chicago. Mm-hmm. They be like, when they have feet of snow, things are just business <laughs> as usual. Like, for real. Like, it's really crazy. It's really crazy how that shit yeah, works. So. But yeah. Um, I was happy, but it didn't stick to anything. Like, I was like, I'm going to use it as a snow day. Yeah. And I was like, Netflixing it all day, but. Yeah, it's cool. how, what's your relationship with the snow? Do you fuck with the snow or do you not like it? Or how do you feel about it? Don't so really now that I'm getting older, I'm like, nah, I, don't, I can't rock with it. That's how I feel. Like, when <laughs> I was younger, exactly I was like, I oh, it's lit. Like, you might, this might have been my senior year of high school, so you were probably already gone, but like my yeah. senior year of high school, it was mad snow. Like, we for missed real? school literally for like a week and a half. Yeah. Like, it was literally like, I think it was like 22 inches of snow, something crazy. Like, it snowed I for like I remember there was like straight. a crazy snow thing when I was away at school. It was wild. Yeah. And like, I remember like going outside with my snowsuit on. Like, my friend had came spent the night over my house. Like, we had such a good time, but now it's like, I'm old. Like, today, I was late because I was like, dang, I got outside. That's and I, was like, exactly, I gotta scrape this damn car off. That's exactly how I feel. So, like, when I was young, I loved the snow you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. of the snow days you know what I'm saying off of school and just like I wasn't the one responsible for cleaning up like people's <laughs> cars and like just shoveling the driveway it was yeah. just like shit it's snow now that I'm an adult dog snow is such a fucking burden yeah, like it's, it's like literally like Dog, you gotta, you gotta, you know, I got a long ass driveway, so I gotta shuffle the driveway. Gotta fucking, like, you don't get, you don't really get snow days from work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, unless the government shuts, shuts down, down, your, it, your job like won't really shut down. The government to shut down. It takes a hell of a lot. You know like, what I'm saying? Like, you need feet of snow and, like, I don't know, man, but the government don't just be shutting down just for anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 
but we got to, you know what I'm saying, give like a little backstory of a, the A-Wash story, okay, you know what I'm sure. saying? We just need like a little, you know, so for people people that listen, you know what I'm saying, that might not know who you are, we got to give a little context, just okay. like a little quick rundown of who you are, what you do. You can throw how you know me in there a little bit, but yeah, okay. real quick. So, um, Meg and I went to high school together. You're two years older than me? Um, I don't know. I graduated 08. Yeah, he's two years older than me. Yeah, it's lit. So, um, yeah. I'm your elder. <laughs> nah, I'm just fucking with you. Slow key <laughs> for Blake Blake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we uh, we went to high school together, so that's how we um, we kind of fostered a relationship. He was really cool. Um, I got along well with him and his friends, so um, that's kind of how we, I guess, fostered a relationship and just kind of like kept in touch here and there over the years. So um, yeah, like I said, I went to... Um, I was living in Atlanta for seven years before um, moving back to Maryland recently, but I went to Spelman College down in Atlanta, Georgia, small all-girls school, um, HBCU, shout out to HBCUs. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just stayed down there. After I graduated, I was a teacher for three years, and I hated it. You hated teaching? I hated teaching, dog. Why? It's not even the kids. Like I loved my kids so much, but also that got draining because my kids were in kindergarten. So, oh, so you're teaching kindergarten. Yeah, they were yeah. babies. So, like, it's just draining. Like, you think that, like, five-year-olds are, like, kind of, like, grown in a sense of children age, but they cry. Yeah. They still shitting on themselves. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, so it's, like, really, like, yeah, raising babies. like, it's too much. I mean, yeah. they, they, like, they're like sponges, so they pick up on everything really quickly, but, like, that was annoying. But it's just, like, the politics of it all. And I don't know. I think as I get older and I get blacker, it's, like, the stuff that you see happening in the school system is, like, so jacked. Like, I didn't think about it until I became a teacher. But I'm, like, you remember, like, taking, like, AP World and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And it's, like, you learn about, like, the ancient Chinese and the ancient Vietnamese, the ancient Russians and all this other stuff. But you never learn about ancient Africa. Like, mm -hmm. that's wild to me. And I never really thought about it until I was, like, 22. I was, like, I don't know anything about black people before slavery. That's true. Like, that's why. Because right? what I was going to say was, I remember learning about, like, African-American history, but, mm -hmm. yeah, like, around, like, slavery times and, like, after that. Like, you know and that's, that, to me, that's so fucked up. It's like, the system will literally, like... Try to axe that whole... Yes, like, like it just axed our whole history. I'm yeah. like, what? I knew about Chinese people, like, ancient Egypt, BC, and they'll make you think, like, oh, Egypt ain't a part of Africa. Like, yeah. nah, nigga, Egypt is in yeah, Africa. Like, yeah. let's get some shit straight. But I just, like, I didn't fuck with that. Or, like, the fact that we had to teach about Columbus Day. I'm like, this man did not found anything. Like, yeah. he stumbled across some land where people were already living. Like, it was just stuff like that. And yeah. then um, my principal was white. And, like, literally, I mean, I worked in the swats of Atlanta. Like, my kids were all black. Mm -hmm. And like literally, I've never taught a white child ever. All my mm -hmm. kids were black. Yeah. And um, my principal was the only white person in the building, but she had like this like kind of like white savior mentality, like, oh, all oh, these beautiful black yeah. babies. <laughs> like she's doing, doing like good, good and helping and people it out. Got on my and like, nerves because I felt like she like thought that they were like a charity case, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And I just couldn't rock with it. And she would make like little underlying comments, like. Oh, I don't understand how these little boys, they're only six years old and they already have locks. Like, it's just unprofessional to me. Mind you, right? Her boyfriend, the first year we were working there, was the whole janitor. Yeah. And this yeah. man got locks like T-Pain. Yeah. Like, we used to clown him. We used to call him T-Pain. Yeah. But I'm like, your man has dreads. I'm like, you talking about these little kids? Like, if that's the way they want to express themselves yeah. and they like their hair like that, let them be. But it was just stuff like that that I just couldn't rock with. And it was just a really hard job. And I feel like if you are a teacher, like, you need to be, like, 
passionately like in love with teaching That's through so real. Through every single day or else you're doing a disservice to people and I felt like if I continued to be a teacher I was going to be like 35 and married with kids and like miserable yeah. and I'm like oh my gosh I want to change my career and yeah. I just wasn't rocking so I was like let me get out of it now like while I'm still doing what I want to do but anyway for like well rewind back to yeah. high school yeah I was like big into journalism like I wrote for the newspaper the yearbook all that I was the editor-in-chief and I've always really wanted to be a news anchor yeah so I was like you know what bet so as I was sitting there I was like you know um I started my vlog I got that off the ground and then like I started applying to school so I was like this is too much to shuffle both like yeah this whole media situation thing it's it's a lot it's a lot lot. and what's crazy is at this day and age like it's got to be an everyday or every well it really has to be an everyday thing but like if you're doing it on your own or trying to like Mm -hmm. you know i'm saying come up and it's got to be like every other day every couple of days like you got to be out there consistently and constantly you know what i'm saying yeah so i was like you know what like i really want to just basically go after my passion so I applied to grad school and um, now I'm at American University for a broadcast journalism program so I'll be doing that for the next seven months and we're done in June so I mean I'm happy about that I don't really like American that much but the university itself yeah nah that's in DC yeah it's in DC it's like right across the border like Literally, like you're in Friendship Heights and you drive like straight down Wisconsin and it's right there. Yeah. So are you are you like on campus or are you kind of commuting or like how are you? Yeah, I'm commuting okay. basically every day. So it's like it's an accelerated program. Where? So they have like two years worth of stuff in one year. So we've been taking classes since July, like the end of July. So last week was the last week of class. So, I mean, I'm done until January. But Well, two, year, two years shuffled into one. Of course, you're going to have that crazy workload. Yeah. Like, of course, you can't juggle all that shit. You're juggling all that work. That's like, just it's, crazy. It's OD. Yeah. yeah. But um, I actually kind of want to talk about your your time in Atlanta. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, Atlanta's, Atlanta's really like, it's such a, it's like, we can call it like the black capital of mm-hmm. America, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it, it used to be DC for real, yeah. but like Atlanta is really it's it's a place that I've actually spent a lot of time in this mm-hmm. year. You know what I'm saying? I've probably oh, been to Atlanta okay. like three or four times this year. I got I got some I got some things brewing in Atlanta. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I got my my younger cousin um, actually goes to Spelman. Um, okay, shout out my young homie uh, Young X. <laughs> she goes to Sel- She goes to Spelman right now. That's what's up. Um, and then I got a homie that used to be in Hampton with me. One of my best friends out there mm-hmm. lives in Atlanta now. So, like, I'd be going out there and just fucking with them. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I've been out there, like, three or four times this year already. Probably before this year, I've probably been out there, like, three or four times in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But every time I go out there, it's lit, yo. And it's crazy. Like, I remember when I was, like, a kid, like early 2000s not a kid but you know like that early 2000s time when like Atlanta's like rap scene was like really like blowing mm-hmm. like the so-so deaf type yeah. era type shit like the early 2000s yeah like late mm-hmm. 90s early 2000s that's when I was like damn like Atlanta's cool mm-hmm. and now it's like you're still really hearing about Atlanta but like for all kinds of different shit like yo like this this Keisha Bottoms uh, chick that's running for governor do you know what I'm talking about yeah Keisha Lance Bottoms yeah it's really crazy like I thought she was like running for president or some shit cause I see her <laughs> everywhere dog I see her everywhere she was everywhere you know what I'm saying and that's just mm-hmm. and that kind of just shows you like how like I mean, I guess you can kind of um, credit it to social media and just like all of the famous people that are coming Mm -hmm. out of Atlanta. But like, you know what I'm saying? If you're doing something in Atlanta, you might as well be doing it everywhere in the country because like that shit is big, especially in like the black like community. You know what I'm saying? That shit's crazy to me. But um, 
how was your time like living there aside from the the job that you didn't like like how was it i loved it yeah like if I find a job when I'm done with school, I'm moving back. Like, yeah, you can find a job out there. Yeah, like if I can find That's a job. That's where you want to reside. Yeah, if you can. like I'm, I'm Wait, about to just be a little you, Georgia peach. Did you live um, in Maryland like your whole life before going there? Yeah, well, yeah. technically, I I was born in New Orleans and I okay. lived there until I was five. Okay. And then after that, I'm like from kindergarten until 12th grade, I lived in Maryland. Okay. So basically, I'm so from Maryland. Yeah, yeah, okay. But yeah, so like you love Atlanta. I love it. It's just, it's like a different vibe. So like Atlanta is like city enough, but it's suburban enough too. I, you I, know? I agree. Like it's not too city, but it's not like, oh, this is country. I mean, when yeah. you step outside of Atlanta and it's like you in DeKalb County, like yeah. DeKalb County is like, oh, this is the country. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I love it. And it's like a good mix. Like the weather is good primarily for the most part. I mean, I kind of think it's like the Seattle of the South a little bit. It rains pretty often there. Oh, word. But um, I don't know. It's just, it's. Atlanta nah, is love. Place, like, yeah. It's really a great place. It's such a good place. And like, I mean, I will say this one thing, though, because there's so many people moving to the A now, it's like the price of living is going up. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because so one like, of the good things about it was that like it was cheap, right? Cheap, I mean, it's yeah. still cheaper than like here yeah. or New York or Boston or something like that or even Chicago. But it's like, I mean, it's not Houston cheap, you know, like yeah. <laughs> it's not Texas cheap. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Texas cheap at all. But so like prime example, my first apartment that I lived in in Atlanta, this was in 2012. It was a two bedroom, beautiful apartment, like granite counters, stainless steel appliances. Like it was huge. It was $1,200. By the time I left Atlanta, I didn't live in the same apartment, but I mean, this one was kind of bougie. It had a yeah. rooftop pool. It was nice. <laughs> it was and it was sixteen eighty for a two-bedroom. And I think that apartment was a little bit smaller than my first one. So, I mean, like... You can you saw, like, Yeah, but it's going to glow up. Like, they just tore down the Georgia Dome. They got the new Mercedes-Benz yeah, Stadium. Yeah. Like, it's beautiful. Um... Yeah, but Atlanta is it's a really nice city to be in, and I feel like it's always something popping. Like I was about to say, what types of shit were you getting into? Like, I mean, that's not like as mm-hmm. popular as like everybody in the country. Like, not the trap house that Two Chains got, but like, yeah. what type of shit do you do when you out there? Like, so, that everybody don't know about Atlanta is a brunch city for sure. I know, I actually know that. What's crazy? So Atlanta is a brunch city, like. On any given Saturday and Sunday, be ready, like, the brunch is popping. So, brunch probably depends on where you go, but for the most part, it starts at normally, like, 1130, unless yeah. it's Sunday. It starts at 1230. Yeah. But it'll start at 1130, and it'll be over by, like, 3 o'clock. And literally, like, the bottom list is flowing. So, I mean, it just depends on where you go. Like, yeah. some people will give you the bottle. Some people will give you the carafe. Like, whatever. Yeah. But um, they have this one spot. It's called Corner Tavern. Corner Tavern. Corner Tav. Corner Tav. <laughs> Corner Tav gets you so sauce. Like, yeah. you will walk in Corner Tav, and I heard now, I mean, they started over the summer, they have like five different flavor mimosas. When I was there, it was just orange, but now I heard yeah. they got like pomegranate grapefruit. They, they had to like, switch it up. They now they're just getting bored of the yeah. orange, bro. But like, by the time you walk in there and you leave out your trash, like, you can't yeah. drive home. You might as well Uber there. Yeah. Like, it's, it's lit. And then there's another place, it's called BQE. And they have BQE, the mm, letters. I don't know what it stands for. BQE. Maybe Mm. it's like barbecue, barbecue essentials. I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) None of my business. Who knows? So um, the BQE, they have like this day party every Saturday and it starts at 11 and it ends at 6. Yeah. Bottomless the whole time. People acting stupid, like dancing on top of tables. Like the brunch is bomb, but the thing is, so like they have like a section. It's really like the restaurant low key is probably like this office, yeah. including outside. Like it's dumb small. Yeah. But they have like a sectioned off section where you can like basically like buy it for the day and there's like a DJ, all this other stuff, and then the other side has like a two hour waiting limit. 
but you get sauce and it's like good music it's just a good time like yeah it's, it, i mean like it's just like the vibe is, is it's really good. crazy how this like whole brunch thing has exploded over the i like did people just realize that brunch was <laughs> that's was real because yeah. like it's really crazy like i mean even here like the whole brunch culture has changed mm-hmm. out here like saturday and sunday if you're anyone who's anyone, you're at brunch yeah. somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's I really crazy. It is. I was reading this article a few months ago, and it was like, bougie black people created the brunch. <laughs> created the brunch in the day party. They made the brunch turn yes. up. They created the brunch yes. turn up. Because like, at first it was, I feel like, but what's crazy is that like, when I was a kid, I remember going to brunches, dog, like with my parents. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like after church, we would go to like a brunch at like a fucking old country buffet or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. on some like corny shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like the it's turn up level. for young adults. It's like for real. Like people don't even go out Saturday mm-hmm. night because they trash from brunch during the day and then they getting ready and to like, get trash for brunch on Sunday. I think that's like the good thing about brunch. Like, you don't have to worry about like staying out all night yeah. and like um be so tired or like I've done all of this all day. Like literally like you just get trashed yeah. during the day. And then like the thing that I fuck with, like I used to like I used to get so trashed during the day and I would be like, Oh, I'm passed out. But like nine o'clock I'm up and I'm like, Man, yeah, you, where the pizza at? Like yeah, where we and now you up for yeah, the rest of the I'm night. Up and know, I'm chilling, so. like I'm having a good time. I don't have to go out because I already went out earlier in the day. So, um, yeah, I would say brunch is a big thing in Atlanta. Also, um, they have like a lot of pop up stuff. So like pop up concerts. Yeah. Two Chains pop up house. Yeah, and then that like, whole shit is like, <laughs> man. Two Chains is a genius for doing He's that whole genius. shit. Dog. That's Have you seen the whole the recent one? It's like basically like a lot, like it's like lit up. Oh, with like, like the Christmas, Christmas lights and shit. I saw somebody, some celebrity took a picture out there, and I saw that. But yeah, man, like mm-hmm. just having that spot where people can like go and just take pictures yeah. and like shit like that. That's creating buzz for like an album that it dropped earlier in the year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That shit is still like, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. still relevant because of that and then yeah you can decorate it with Christmas shit like that whole shit then you got the trap salon he got like this nigga got all kinds of shit dog but I mean to me I think it's genius that whole that whole shit because everybody was dying to go there like I know people that were going to like the Atlanta Greek picnic and it was during the Atlanta Greek picnic when it was down there and like people were like oh well we gonna go to AGP or we going to this house like I'm like dang is that serious like it's that deep (laughs) like we gotta pick (laughs) So. Yeah, the pop-ups are lit. The last time I was there, <clears throat> I actually went to like some random pop-up. Oh, I know about Crog Street. Do, mm-hmm. what's your, do you have a relationship have with Crog Street? To, yes. So, um, I love the Crog Street Market. Yeah. Did you go to the market? Nah. So, uh, I go to that tunnel. I've with done like three or four shoots like in that That's tunnel. Dope. I don't even live there. And like every yeah. time I go there, I just like go to that tunnel, do some shoots and shit. But there's a market out there? Yeah. So, there's, um, there's a market. Before I started about the market, and what's actually crazy on Crock Street, they had um, it was right around the time that Trayvon Martin died, and like Mike Brown, like it was like maybe in the middle of 2015, well, probably towards the end because it was right after um, mm-hmm. Mike Brown was killed. And they had like this dope mural out there. Like one day, my sister and I had passed it, and I was like, dog, like that's so dope. And she was like, all right, bet. Like, she, my sister designs clothes, so she mm-hmm. was like, all right, well, I'm going to make like this dope Trayvon Martin sweatshirt tonight, and then we're going to go out tomorrow, we're going to shoot it. Literally, by the time we had came back the next morning, somebody had painted it. She was it. gone? That's crazy. Like, I don't know if it was like on some hating shit, like it was like a white person that did oh, it. word. Or if it was like, nah, my, yeah, my heart needs to go my out here. Needs but people heart. do not play with No, that's crazy because like, every, and uh, like I said, every time I go out there, there's somebody out there like working on some yes. part of the wall, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
It's it's actually interesting because I I've gone there a few different times and <clears throat> I've never seen the same thing twice. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really dope. crazy. Like, and I go like spread out, so it's mm-hmm. probably that's probably why. Yeah, I really like it. But the market is chill. Like they have different foods and stuff that you can eat, and they actually have like a legit market where you can go and buy like meat and cheese and all this other stuff. Like it's cool. Yeah. They have. Um, have you heard of Jenny's ice cream? I have. So they have a Jenny's in there. I love Jenny's. Yeah, Jenny's I, I went to that joint out in Chicago. My sister put me on. Yeah, it's just crazy. Jenny's. I'm not even a big like ice cream guy, but really? it's cool. It's cool. I mean, I like, what's the difference between that and like Cold Stone and like Briars? Like all that shit is the it's same. It's not to me. the same. There's all levels to is, ice cream. Not levels. Briars is not the same as Cold. Okay, I'm not, okay. That's a little, yeah, because that's in giant. Uh, maybe that's a little, that's a stretch. You know what I'm saying? Briars is a giant. You're not going. But what's crazy is you will find Cold Stone in like a giant or Seven Eleven now. That they got the little true. tubs. They got the little tubs. This is true. All that that's shit's real. the same, man. It's about the it's about the flavors. How creative can you mm-hmm. get with the flavors? That's real. And I remember okay, the, last that. time I was in Jenny's. Jenny's had yeah, some creative flavors, but whatever but um, I actually kind of want to get into the media thing too because mm-hmm. I know you're big in the media I try to do what I can with the media shit what do you, what do you what's your like take on how the media is like portrayed right now because it's a real like this is something that you want to go into you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying you're not like in it as far as well when you say you want to go into what exactly do you want to do so I like I mean I want to do broadcasting if okay. I have to do radio like I'll do radio but I want to do like talk show radio like I don't want to do like WTOP like we went to WTOP on Friday with my class like a part of our final project and it was the most boring shit I've ever seen <laughs> I, I remember like, my, oh, my cousin used to listen to that shit when he used to pick me up, like, when I was in like, school and shit. It was mind-blowing. Duh, I was like, how so are y'all crazy. listening to this? And, like, literally my dad loves WTOP. Like, I was taking pictures since, and he was like, yes, traffic <laughs> weather on the east. And I was like, son, how do you like this? Duh, this is boring. Really like, I, I can't. It's talk. It's just talk. Literally. Which is crazy because that's what podcasting is. That's yeah. what this is. But, I mean, like, this is, like, good, like, this is good, like, this is, like, a flow it of conversation, different, it's different you know? Shit. But, like, I was just like nah be like this yeah. is boring but i mean ultimately i want to be um <clears throat> a news broadcaster like on the news like what's that the first face you see when you wake up in the morning essentially yeah, yeah. but um i mean i'm probably gonna have to do like man on the street reporting when i first start out mm-hmm. but i really want to be on like you want to be like in anchor. somebody's office yeah on, like on, i want to be yeah. on somebody's desk yeah but ultimately like the goal like 40 years from now like when i'm like 50 yeah, 60 yeah. whatever like i really want to have like my own black Network type broadcasting situation, so kind of like TV one, but a little bit more newsy, like less TV shows, a little bit more newsy. Okay. But um, I was trying to get down with Roland Martin because he has like the news station on TV one, right? Yeah. So I was like, let me like see if I could be a um an intern for him, but they taking him off the air, like he not even gonna wow. have his little news show anymore. I don't know. They said it was budget cuts, but I'm like that's BS because they have the fake like it's called Sister Circle or something, I think is what it's called. It comes on after his news show in the morning, but it's like. The View, basically. And I'm like, how many more roundtable women talk <laughs> women shows talk can we have? We got The Chew. We got The like, View. We got the fucking, like, there's um, so what's many. What's the other, the, the <coughs> shit with Adrian Bailon and all of them? Like, I'm like. The talk. You got it's the. It's too much. All these the conversation. Like, what's next? I'm like, The brunch. On. You got the brunch next, dog. <laughs> like. That shit. No, that's real, though. Yeah. That's real. And what's crazy is that Roland Martin is like. 
if you have budget cuts, I don't. I wouldn't think that's someone that you you're would cutting. Cut him, you know right? what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, you know, like he doesn't give a fuck about what. He, is this some candy in my pocket? Oh, I'm winning. <laughs> um, you know, like he doesn't care about what he says yeah, or like yeah. whose feelings like he hurts basically. So I mean, I'm feeling like he lucky no did something. Yeah, he has no filter. So I'm like, I'm feeling like he lucky said something to somebody, and like now they like slyly giving him yeah, the boot. Like yeah. that's what I think because I'm like. Yeah, I have on this whole other show that, like, basically it's like a pilot series. Like, it just yeah. started coming on maybe a month ago. And y'all didn't cut that, but y'all caught TV One, News One, whatever it's called. Like, something's yeah. fishy about that. Yeah. I mean, it ain't about my business. But, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to, um... I want to be in the anchor chair. Yeah. So, like, what type, what, what type of steps are you taking towards that? Or, like, can you see kind of the stepping stones that you got to take to get to that? Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, I, like, I just had, like, this kind of, like feeling of resilience because like I mean I feel like in my professional life like people have always counted me out of shit and I prove them wrong every time so I mean like at this point like when people like tell me stuff like you will low-key be surprised and like like I used to think in my head when I was a teacher like you know how like you hear like rappers like they'd be like my teacher said I wasn't gonna be shit and now I'm shit like why would why would they say that say that to but you people will really, really tell you that like real. and that's they might real. not necessarily come out and be like you ain't shit. you're not shit but they'll be like uh you sure maybe like, you should try something yeah, else like man. people will discourage the hell out of you and like it's crazy because people will see potential in you and they will knock you down just yeah. to see like where you're, what you're gonna do with it or how you're gonna move and shake and i'm like i don't care like it's not much shit that scares me like my professor asked me the other day like um we were in class and she was like with all of these and it's i mean i'm jumping all over the place like it's kind of amazing like my cohort is primarily black women mm-hmm. and that's like amazing to me mm-hmm. and literally all of the broadcasting people are black like yeah. we have an investigative and um international journalism side too and obviously most of them are white yeah. but literally every person in the broadcasting side is black so um she had a conversation with us and she was like hey like do you guys feel the type of way that like all these sexual allegations are coming out and like the newsroom blah 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 and she was like are you guys scared to go into the field and i'm like girl i'm black what do you mean by that? <laughs> Am I scared? No. Yeah. And if Matt Lauer want to touch my leg, guess what? I'm not snitching to HR. I'm about to hit his pocket. <laughs> I'm like, girl, like, no. Like, this is shit that you've been, you've been dealing. You you know how to deal with shit like, like I'm this. Not like, I'm Living all. your life. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, like, in terms of steps that I'm taking to get where I want to go, like, um, literally, like, just going through the trenches, like, going to class every day, like, trying to think of, like, new ideas like staying up on the news and I mean like sometimes it's really hard to stay up on the news so like even this semester like I've had to do some really boring shit to like I feel like understand journalism a little bit better but I mean I feel like I have a a good grasp and hold on like news of today and stuff like that but um I'm just like I mean I'm taking this like a day at a time step by step like I'm trying to like learn new shit like yesterday I went out and shot a 360 video Mm mm-hmm and it was like the most amazing thing I've ever How'd seen. How'd you do that? So, have you ever seen like the little 360 cameras? I've seen them, yeah. And so, I've seen 360 videos. That's something I'm trying to like figure out. Literally, actually. like, like it's so easy. Like, yeah. you get a monopod, you get a 360 camera. Like, the little 360 camera is only like $85. The monopod is like $25. By the time you get like everything that needs to go along with it, it might be $150. Like, yeah. it wasn't more than $200. Yeah. And the thing is, you have to find something that's appealing, like, 360 like yeah. all the way around because it has two cameras on it and like one camera is here and the other camera is here and it's like a little it, it almost looks like a little bomb like 
I think I've seen the 360 cameras. They look like little balls or some shit. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. It look, it's almost like a little robot yeah. type of looking thing. And so the one camera on this side like does 180 of this, and then the other camera on this side does 180 of that, and then like it just shoots everything in all angles. I'll have to send it to you when I edit. Yeah, yeah. But it's dope. Like I did it in Rockville Town Center. They have like this ice skating rink out there, and it was snowing. So I was mm. like, oh, this is probably like the perfect time Ooh, to record it. it. Dope. Yeah. Like people just like moving around yeah. in circles. The snow is falling down. You can see a Christmas tree in the background. Like that shit it was. It was tight. lit. It was lit. That shit sounds it. tight. That shit. It was lit. Tight. Like yeah. if you go to like a parade or like any type of anything where you can put like a camera like in the middle and get like the whole aerial view. Like. Where so when you're in <clears throat> broadcast journal your broadcast journalism classes and mm-hmm. stuff like that, what types of things are you guys learning about? Are you guys learning about? how to present the news are you learning about like how the news is being presented today like what type uh-huh. of things you learn about so um basically what we're learning is like delivery skills kind of like what you just asked like yeah. stuff like that but basically like how to reach people on different platforms so like one of my classes is an online news production class so like we write and we produce stuff for um, our online website weekly mm-hmm. but on top of that like we learn like new things so like one of the things we have to do was a 360 video so that's like one oh, of the okay, things right. that like we're trying to engulf in there and then like we've done like Facebook live projects like different protests and stuff so I think just like being able to like reach people on different platforms and knowing that journalism now isn't just oh let me pick up the newspaper and, and let me read the Washington recite Post what, yeah, and, or and it's not just, just turning on the news like and, yeah, it's everywhere you know and what's crazy is that another thing I wanted to ask is like what are you like since you're in it what's your thoughts on like how the news has like what the news has become today mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because like i don't i've never really been someone that has really paid so much attention to the news mm-hmm. like my parents watch the news like you know what i'm saying so i watch it when like people are wa- people around me are watching and shit like that but i've never really been like into the news but at the same time i can see like there's a shift in like one how people receive news uh-huh. and like like a lot of like how like these anchors that are presenting the news you know what i'm saying not all of them but some of them like you got like some of these people that are on like these uh whether they're right leaning or left leaning mm-hmm. um you know what i'm saying outlets that are just kind of like really bringing their opinions into stuff like that and then you have like people who are solely on social media you know what i'm saying just spewing their opinions is like (laughs) news and facts and stuff like that like how do you like what's your take on like how that shit is right now because the shit is crazy to me yeah so i feel like as a journalist like you should be like you should be impartial like you don't have an opinion like you're like literally your job is to tell like what the story is is that how you do yours so yeah i try my best but sometimes it's like i feel like opinion seeps in yeah it's really hard so i'll give you like a prime example so um I don't know if you ever heard of like the mother of all rallies. It was like back in September. It was yeah, with uh, I, I actually saw your what you were doing out there, um, like on Twitter. Dog. Or something. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I've never met so many stupid people. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, I was like, dog. Like, I wonder because I know you. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I wonder like what's going through her vibe. Being bruh, out I was there. like, <laughs> okay, yeah. Like just the stuff that they were saying. Like this one lady, she was like, um. And mind you, don't barely can speak any English. She was like, I'm from Russia and I love the president. He says stupid things sometimes, but I love the president. <laughs> then she hit us with the one hit of quarter that all white people do. I raised my daughter to love everybody. She has black friends. I was like, yeah. says every 
racist white person. Right, like, yeah. oh, I have a black friend. And she that was like, my daughter anything. has white friends. She has colored friends. And then she was like, she's what is she? She called Asian people something. And she was like, excuse me, Chinese. I want to say she called them like yellow or something. And I was like, that's not what you call them. Like, yeah. just like literally stupidity. And then it was this black. And, she wasn't like like she was she was laughable, but I got pissed off when I met these two young black kids. Like they were like, you know, we want to help kids in the hood. Like I don't remember what the name of their organization was, but they were like, we, we want to help black people in the hood. Blah blah blah. Mind you, right? These niggas got on Balenciagas, a Gucci belt. I'm like, what hood you been to? Yeah. What hood have you been to? You have on designer everything right now. Like you've never been to the hood. Like stop. And they were like, the president wants to help us. I'm like, oh, I don't know what kind of coonery yeah. y'all got into, but yeah. like, stop. stop. Like, and he was like, you know, he represents this, like he wants to help this. And I was like, where did you find that? Like, where are your facts? I mean, I think that's what's wrong with a lot of people nowadays. Like, they interpret things to be what they want it to be. Yeah. And like, they just run with it. Yeah. And like, that's, that, that's the messed up part. Like, we had a conversation in class. Like, one of our... Um, our issues was about racial inequality. Yeah. And every week we like switch roles. So like this week you might be a writer, this week you might be an editor, you might be a copy editor, whatever. And the two editor in chiefs that week were two white people. And they were like, oh, all right, well, one of my classmates, they were like, TK, you got to write the story about Colin Kaepernick in the NFL. And like in the description they wrote, they were like, write about how the NFL is protesting the American flag and how Colin Kaepernick also started this a year ago, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that no one's protesting yeah, the flag. Yeah. Like y'all got y'all facts twisted, and that's the problem. Like people aren't people listening. People aren't listening. They don't want to understand. They just like hear words and then they interpret those words and whatever mm-hmm. they want. They're not like listening to actually understand what is being said and like what's because like it's really plain as day. Yeah. You know, what I'm like it's really if you really want to understand, then yeah, you can understand. It, yeah, at some point it gets to a matter of like you don't really care to actually understand mm-hmm. what what people are saying. You just you just want to reply. Yeah. You just want to rebuttal. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really what it boils down to. Yeah, so that's kind of whack. But, I mean, in terms of, like, where I stand and where I want to be, like, I mean, starting off, I'm probably going to have to be, like, very neutral. Like, this is who I am. And, like, here's the fine line. Like, I'm not going to put my opinion in it. But, I mean, like, if I can end up having, like, my own show on, like, MSNBC, like, Joy Reid or somebody, like, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I feel like black women also still don't have a voice, but if I can be somebody like that, like the Soledad O'Brien. Feel that way? Yes, like, think about it. Well, okay. Soledad O'Brien. But hold on one second. Would, do you want, like, when you say you feel like black women don't have a voice, is it, does it mean, like, you need a person to be the voice of black okay, women? Okay, let me rephrase that. Not that they don't have a voice. They have a voice, but it's a lot of times when their voice gets, let me take this damn minute off <laughs> It's a lot of times I feel like when their voice gets shut down. Okay. So kind of like Soledad O'Brien when she was on CNN and they gave her the boot because she wasn't backing down from people that was talking shit about President Barack Obama, you yeah. know? Or even like Melissa Harris Perry. Like she used to be everywhere and now you can barely find her. Like she got the boot too because she was a black woman sticking up for her rights. Look at um, Jamil Hill or whatever her yeah, name is. Yeah, that's real. Like she got suspended for two weeks for speaking her mind. Like, you can't be your own person sometimes in journalism. And, like, okay, I see what you're saying. Like, now, especially yeah. for black women. And, like, that's what sucks. Like, 
Yeah, it's and I like, feel like it's like when you speak what's on your mind, then you get in trouble. Yeah. Whereas uh, you got motherfuckers like I can't remember Bill O'Reilly, I think his name is that used to say all kinds of crazy shit. Finally got the boot like this year after like Finally. after like you know what I'm saying. I think somebody I don't remember exactly what it was. I think he did something to somebody to some woman or something. But yeah, like yeah, I, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, like it can just I feel like it can get so hard. So you have to like. You have to be you have to be smart because I mean at the same time like this is your job and this is like the way that you make a living and yeah. like what you need to do but also like where do you like where do you draw the line of like okay I'm not gonna let y'all like get over just, on yeah, me yeah. about whatever you know yeah. so I think that sometimes it's just it can be like it can be a little hard because I was kind of conflicted with the whole um, Jamel Hill thing like when she went back to ESPN like I'm not gonna lie I was mad at her for like a week like I was like, it's like why are you going yeah it's like why are you going that? back but then at the same time it's like can you really be mad at the sister because this is her eat. damn income she needs to eat you know what I'm saying and that's so, crazy like and that's even because I, I kind of feel the same way about how a lot of people with the if we're, if we're talking about the NFL protests you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying uh, I was having a conversation with a couple of my homies and they were like dog like all the black players just need to go on strike and just say they're not gonna play you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. until like we get or until they get like what they're trying to get you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and in a in a perfect world that would be the way to do it because if they did go on strike they probably would get what they want because mm-hmm. like after a certain amount of time though you know what I'm saying it's not like you go on strike one week and then it's like oh yeah, yeah we'll give you what you want nah it takes time as you see with Colin Kaepernick like Colin Kaepernick has literally sacrificed his whole his NFL whole career, career you know what I'm saying for what he believes in mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but to get like Everyone to do what Colin Kaepernick has done, it just doesn't make sense because a lot of these people feed their families with this money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of them, if you're if you're the if you're in the NFL, you're probably the breadwinner. You pr- probably no one else in your family yeah, works. works. You know what I'm saying? Probably. So it's like for you to be like, okay, I'm gonna just forfeit my check. Like, how are your fa- how's your family mm-hmm. gonna eat? Like that's just, like we have to be realistic about what we're asking like these people in those positions to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like. We're in a time where, like, we can we all have our own voices and stuff like that. I, I don't really fault anyone for how they do, like, what they do with their voice. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, like with Jamel Hill, I feel like the fact that she did speak her mind, like, you know what I'm saying? She got yeah. a lot of support out of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't fault her for going back to um, ESPN just because, like, it's like, okay, well, if she were to decide to quit ESPN, who would hire her? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you decide you're going to hire her, then it's like, okay, yeah, you can feel that way. Yeah. But if you don't have a job to offer her after that, you can't really, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like the other thing, the other problem with, like, the NFL protests is this. Like, everybody is not going to be in tandem. Like, all the black people ain't going to do it. And, that, like, that's the problem. Like, and I had to learn that kind of the hard way, like, through life because I would always be like, I mean, you know me. I'm outspoken. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, like, yeah. If I have to say something, I'm going to say it. Like, yeah. I don't care. But the thing is, like, not everybody is like that. And, like, yeah. I will be the spokesperson for somebody. Like, oh, y'all want me to speak? All y'all got to do when we get to class is shake your head, raise yeah. your hand. Like, didn't all y'all say this? But it's going to be, like, it's been so many times where I've been that person. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, yeah, because everybody said blah, blah, blah. <laughs> didn't y'all? And, and niggas is behind you. They're like... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you, yeah, you like so real, oh, for real? oh, I already bet. That's so, so real. Though. I had to stop doing that because I'm like, you will literally put yourself out there so much, and like people will say they're gonna support you or have your back. Yeah, and you get out there and like you alone. So like, my and no lie, honestly, I feel like that's really prevalent in the black community. Like, 
like more so than any other community yes. like not to say anything about like black people in general it's just that like that's just real though like it's really crazy how like you can like stick up for a whole bunch of people then you have people talking shit about like who does she think she is talking yep. for me like you know what I'm saying? all you kinds of shit for me? yeah like, like all kinds of shit so i i mean like that's like the only thing because i'm like They'll get out there and it'll be two of them down on their knees doing whatever, and then everybody else kind of like, yeah, like nah, I'm not doing that. Like, mm-mm. yeah, that's just crazy. But I mean, even like, okay, if we're going even deeper into the media, mm-hmm. so like, how do you feel like you could? So okay, you said you want to be a news anchor. So do you see yourself being like a news anchor for one of these big corporations or like kind of doing your own thing? Like, how do you see us that playing out? Because mm-hmm. like. You're gonna if you're working with one of these big corporations, you're gonna find yourself at this crossroads as you being a black woman, you're gonna mm-hmm. find yourself at this like crossroad is like all those people that you just named. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like is that something that you are walking into knowing that you're gonna face that? Or are you trying to like take a different path? Like what are you trying to do? I mean, that's honestly that's what I'm trying to do. Cause I mean, I think about like I think it's smart to I'm like work harder, not I mean, work smarter, not harder. Yeah. You know? Like I'm not gonna put myself like Shit, I tried that whole YouTube thing and I'm like, listen, bro, I'm listen, I'm not one of these makeup bitches on here that's getting 15 million views in two days. But that's not you know that's, what I'm saying? That's like, not always the goal though. Like but it's not, but at the same time, that's how they make their bread. You know what I'm saying? But that's but uh, listen, if if I can like just interject real quick, uh-huh. because what's what's crazy to me is that a lot of people go into like, okay, if you want to bring up the YouTube space, mm-hmm. like everyone's going into the YouTube space thinking that they can be the same thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you're like you doing news shouldn't even be comparing yourself to someone doing makeup. You feel me? Yeah. Like, like everything on YouTube is not the same. You know what I'm saying? And every, and mm-hmm. everything shouldn't be approached the same, treated the same. So like just that in, in the sense of like, I feel like you, honestly, I feel like you can go on YouTube. Like that's what I was going to, I was trying to get at. I feel like you can do this shit yourself in the sense that like you could go on YouTube, have a show, mm-hmm. grow a viewership. I'm not talking 15 million, but like, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Have a little following. What's crazy is that like when me, Serge and Theo started doing the sporty life shit, uh-huh. we didn't really know what we were doing when we started out. You know what I'm saying? We, we were just doing it just for fun type shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, people started fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? We just kept doing it. You know what I'm saying? But not really for any kind of like rec- not really for anything other than that we just wanted yeah, to do it. Sergeant Theo wanted to talk sports. I wanted to have a TV show under my belt. So like we would just do it. And then fast forward to three, four years later, we're still doing it, but still like we've grown like a viewership like in the hundreds. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Off of zero. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like off of zero, now it's like in the hundreds. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah we yeah, we it would be great to get, be in the millions and like be mm-hmm. getting bread, but like we're at least, you know what I'm saying? In the hundreds, like we're getting invited to like things that we weren't getting invited to two yeah. years ago. You know what I'm saying? Whether they're like football camps, whether they're like, you know what I'm saying? We've met like a couple NFL players just off the strength of doing what we're doing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's grown into like something, something that like is something when it was zero, when it was nothing. You know what I'm saying? So like to me, it's like if every everybody part kind of um, took that approach towards like starting a show or a channel or something, then they could actually like reap some benefits. Yeah. Like if you're realistic about it, like I'm not like, why are you trying to get 15 million views? You know what I'm saying? Like that's not, that shouldn't be the goal. The goal should be to like use your voice, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and affect anyone that's willing to listen. You know what I'm saying? So I agree with that. But 
with that being said, outside of the, do you have another job? Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like. I want mine to be my job. Period. That's you know? true. But you have to grow it to be that. Exactly. You know what I'm but saying? right now, shit. I, that and that's another reason why I went back to school because I was like, it would be easy for me to just take an unpaid internship and like. Yeah. Work my way and get my foot in the door, yeah. but I'm grown as hell. I can't be 25. Yeah. Hello. So I'm like, <laughs> no. That's like this this white lady at WTOP trying to tell us, yeah, y'all can be a news assistant for two years. I looked at her like, bitch, are you? <laughs> What's I, that pay? <laughs> who coffee I'm going to get yeah. right now? Nobody. Yeah. Like that's dead to me. And so I mean, with that being said, like I want to be able to like get my feet wet and like kind of create like a resume reel and like do all this other stuff that I might not be able to do on my own to eventually go out on my own. But I you say know? that I, I say that in 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 the sense that like you do that in addition to, in addition what, to you're what I'm doing. doing yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like like yeah, like I do the sporty life thing and that's not my job, but like like I said it's afforded me a lot of things that have mm-hmm. like I wouldn't have been able to done without it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like in addition it's in addition to like my job and what it is, it's provided also additional perks in my life you know what i'm saying and then like who who, who's to say in 10 years like or five years or less than that or whatever time frame like i don't get like an offer to do some shit with like a major you know what i'm saying like what's really crazy what's crazy is that what i found is that like if you're doing what you're doing and like people are paying attention that's when the brands start coming to you they start like Mm -hmm. asking you like Oh Amanda, like let me give you a show on TV One. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they just see that they have you have people fucking like that chick, uh, Tommy Lauren that was on uh Facebook. <laughs> Yo, y'all can't see this, but Amanda's eye literally just like twitched as I said that chick's <laughs> name. Yeah, your one of your eyes literally just like lowered as I said that oh bitch's name. Nah, that's really crazy. But now, but that's just an example of how like you can you if you yeah because she's nuts if you can ro- if you can like invoke an emotion and if you can if you can uh grow a viewership then you can have people coming to you like yo i'll give you a show if you just be you you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying then you don't have to pander to like you don't have to be like you don't have to watch what you say because they know what they're getting when they when they employ you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but like i said i feel like you grow that in addition to what you're doing for work you know what i'm saying you do that in your like off time like you if you're working nine to five you do that like after work yeah. you know what i'm saying grow your little viewership or something and i mean i just think that's a good way of doing it and i feel like with the internet there's no you don't it's it's essentially free you know what i'm saying you pay for your you know what i'm saying your equipment whatever it mm-hmm. takes to make the thing to do your thing produce your thing but like dog it's really crazy though we have instagram youtube facebook Everything. all this shit that you can use for free put your shit out there and show it to the masses you know what yeah. i'm saying okay that's real i mean honestly I told you before, like, you should do that shit. You, like, dog, like, me and you could work on a show together, like, real shit. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I feel like you have the personality to, like, you say you want to do a talk show, but I feel like you have that talk show personality. No, I said I do want to oh, do, do a talk do show. show. Talk yeah, yeah. lit, okay? That's what I'm saying. You have that personality. I used to watch that little, um, It's Mandy Time, Joan. You was doing <laughs> <Okay. laughs> it. Was that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, something like, you just need to do more of that, dog. Like, okay. the thing, I mean, it's crazy because, like, and, and what's crazy is that yeah, the first episode you did did numbers, dog. Like that shit had like four. When I saw it, it had like four hundred. Like 
You know what I'm saying? There's like like a lot of our sporty life shit has like 150. You know what I'm saying? That's like our base level. If we do something lit, it's like, you know what I'm saying, between like 500 to 1,000. That's how I know, okay, this was lit. But like our regular jumps be like 100. Your first episode, like 400 something. I think your second jump, I don't remember, it had like 200 like or 3. Yeah, like, dog. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Off break. You know what I'm saying? That just knows, that just goes to show you that like off break, you have that amount of people that will fuck with you. Yeah. And that you haven't even like built the viewership. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit builds as you consistently yeah. put that shit out. Like when we were doing the Sporty Life shit, first episode probably had like 30, 20 views, if that. And that's direct, immediate friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Showing it to the people that follow you on your on your social media networks. Now, like we can drop an episode and off the strength, it'll get 100. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like off the strength. So that's like building a viewership, building people that are like, Mm -hmm. But we're like 25 episodes in Like three or four years in You know what I'm saying Like it it was a process to get to that point You know what I'm saying But you it's There's no reason that you shouldn't have This is what you yeah. do And I think you know I, I got lazy a little bit too I think In what like, sense Like lazy like oh I don't feel like recording Oh I don't <sighs> feel like opening up Amanda. Adobe Premiere today Amanda. Oh, I don't feel like looking on Final Wait so you, was, so you like, was editing them just yourself Yeah you're a little video editor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Man, man over here, baby. I was doing it all. Yeah. And like now that, that I've gone to school, like, I mean, and like I'm on my break now. So I mean, like what you just said is like confirmation of what I was thinking. I was like, I like literally sat in my bed last night and like wrote down like all these dope ass ideas. I feel like I could just like share with people. And low key, I might, I mean, I can share some with you too. And like this might Amanda, we like, need to work on a show. Like seriously. What, 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 what we got to do? What um, we got to do? Because nah, I we have, need like, to yeah we got so we're not gonna we're not gonna put we're not gonna put all our on ideas air. on wax yeah, you know what I'm saying but we're definitely gonna work on some shit up, because gonna, yeah because dialogue. like yeah man I feel like you really want it and honestly and what's crazy I just feel like that's the way to get your shit out there in this day and age mm -hmm. dog you need a consistent form of content you know what I'm saying yeah you more you than just you saying more than you just checking in every day with your followers like you know what I'm saying like everyone can do the good morning or the hey throwback throwback Thursday yeah like dog like people that are really trying to like excel in their careers especially like what you're trying to do you know what I'm saying especially what you're trying to do like your social media is your resume you know what I'm saying so like you can build something crazy show wise or content wise and show that to whatever station you're trying to work for and be like this is why you should give me yo uh, DJ Academics literally got a show because he do you know who DJ Academics is yeah literally got a show because he just has a fucking crazy following on social media. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that's what one of my professors was telling me. He's he's a younger guy. He's, like, I want to say he may be, like, 32. Yeah. And he was telling us, like, you know, a lot of jobs nowadays, like, they look at your social, your social media, media, like, footprint. Like, do you have followers? Like, are people fucking with you? Yeah. Like, you know, like, are people commenting on your shit? Are people sharing your shit? And, like, that's another reason. So How like, do you use your voice is kind of how I see it. Really, how exactly, I see it yeah. is, like... Especially when I'm looking to go into some shit with somebody, I'm like, yo, how do they use your social media? Like, if I do something with this person, how will they, will they promote it? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Will they push it? Like, will people, will their fan base fuck with it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, all that, like, yo, like, really, and what's crazy is that almost all the work I get as far as, like, video-wise comes from, I don't, 
I don't really tell anyone that I make videos. You know what I'm saying? People yeah. see what I do and on my social medias and then they hit me up asking me about whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it's never like uh, me saying hire me for this, hire me for that. Mm-hmm. It's me just doing what I do. You know what I'm saying? It was really crazy. And that's, I feel like that's how it should be with people that are media personalities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Yeah. Like I've gotten so much better with shit. Like I remember like literally I was like, oh, let me just like put this shit like like two years ago I was like oh like I have like I have literally shit that people have never seen and I was yeah. like let me try and edit it myself and like put it on iMovie or something like it's free it's on my yeah, computer yeah. like let me just fuck with it and like literally doing that and like being like oh okay but now it's like the door has opened for so much more shit like I didn't even think about doing like closed captions like the other day like my professor was like yeah throw some closed captions on that shit I was like alright bet like yeah. closed captions I know how to do that what else you need to put on that yeah. shit oh transition bet like now you're a little video editor now you're a little Steven Spielberg yeah, like, like even down to this shit like we're like literally like one of my classes is um it's a radio production class and yeah. like we're in the the studio every Friday like presenting and like making a whole 10 minute to 12 minute broadcast literally every Friday and like it's so dope because it's like you just get a chance to like see so much stuff so like you're like playing with the boards and you're doing the mics and like you're, you're writing shit. and stuff like it's just like on some next level it's shit, really like. crazy like I've learned almost everything that I've learned just by doing this shit yeah. like you know what I'm saying like this podcast I'm learning how to do it as I'm doing yeah. it you know what I'm saying like all the videos I've done I be learning like I be learning different techniques like as I'm doing it you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. sometimes I'd be like damn I wish I would have had this for the last jump that I did yeah. but at the same time it's like whatever I got the skill now I'm gonna use it towards the next shit you know what I'm saying so it's like like you said, when you have those like throwaways, you're practicing on like shit that, bro. Like when I'm telling, I'm telling you, but if you're like if you keep going on this path, you know what I'm saying? Keep like making your own content, editing your own shit. You can build your own like radio or your own TV network off the yeah. strength. You know what I'm saying? Off of the skills that you know, and then people that are good personalities like you are that don't know how to do this shit for themselves they'll come to fuck with you or come work with you you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you have that leverage off the strength of like you built the skills to actually like it's really crazy when you look at all these like TV stations and networks like they don't do anything that I actually can't do as yeah. far as like making a show from beginning to end you know what I'm saying I can make a show I can make a TV show you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying on some like news looking type shit I can mm-hmm. make a show look like a news show you know so I try I actually try to do this shit called Nation News me and uh-huh. my homie me and my homie try to do that shit I mean we're still like we might still fuck with this uh-huh. shit but like doing that I kind of learned like how to you know what I'm saying put the lower thirds put the fucking like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying go to like different transitions put the fucking like news ticker like learn how to do all that shit I be looking at uh, you know what I'm saying the news on like CNN it's yeah. the exact same shit you know what I'm saying so I'm like Really, just CNN has the clout. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Really, if you're going to work for CNN so that you get the exposure. Mm-hmm. But we're living in, in a... We're li- yeah, exactly. We're living in a day and age where, especially the people growing up, the people that are, like, going to be the ones that are, like, watching shit, buying shit, the ones whose attentions we'll need are the people that are either our age or younger than us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're all growing up with this, like social media like I'll get my news from anywhere you know yeah. I don't need to get my news from CNN <laughs> I don't need to get my news from Fox I'll get my news from whoever I fuck yeah. with as a person I, I look at shit like uh, you, you familiar with like Bleacher Report mm-hmm. Bleacher Report is like an online ESPN like you know what I'm saying yeah. like they've literally become the ESPN based off of like 
just hacking social media culture and like yeah. being the ESPN of social media. You know what I'm saying? It's really crazy. Yeah. And I think also a lot of problems with like a lot of major networks and stuff nowadays is like their social media footprint is like well you're kind of lacking because yeah. they had these like 60 50 year old people in a position kind of, of a social media coordinator they're not even, like, they don't even know why? how to they don't even know it's, what social media they don't know what they're doing it's like why like like literally this is so late and i mean maybe i'm like in just like a social media type of family but my sister is actually the social media coordinator at spellman oh word. like yeah so like she runs like their twitter she runs their facebook their instagram like all that shit like every platform like that's her so i mean it's funny because people wait like, didn't ashley go to hampton yeah ashley went to hampton too <laughs> so haha that's well, funny yeah, right yeah i remember and that she has her own blog now and yeah. like she basically talks about like Oh, I love HBCUs. I'm actually working at HBCU now. But it's she lit. did um, she did this 30 for 30 countdown. She just turned 30 last month on the 15th. And, like, she did, like, a different blog post every day about basically, like, reaching up to the moment of 40. And it was, I mean, excuse me, 30. 30. And it was dope. And then, like, on her birthday, she came out and she... <laughs> I told you she was like RC Farsi. She made her own wig and it was 30 inches long. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> like, she... <laughs> How long is that? It's dumb long. to the ground. Look, I'm about to show you a picture. It's yeah, dumb yeah, long. Yeah. Like... Actually be on some next level stuff, but I mean, I just said all that to say like, literally like when I was in school, I used to follow Spellman's account and it sucked. Like yeah. it was not good. And like, I'm assuming the person who was there before her was older, you know, but now that Ashley's there, it's lit. It's so lit. Like the stuff that she posts on there, like just like now it's like the type of videos and stuff. Now my classmates call me girl, hang up. Um... <laughs> like, it's just, it's like a whole, it's a whole new world. Okay. But that's real, man. I feel like, I mean, the younger generation, the younger people. Oh, that joint's long. It's long. It's stupid long, right? (laughs) It's lit. It's lit. That's lit. She made that shit herself? Yeah, like, and she went to school, after she graduated from Hampton, she went to um, another school in Atlanta. What was it called? Bowder College or something? But she did, like, fashion and, like, basically fashion merchandising. Yeah. So she did that, and um, she has her own clothing line. It's called the Ashley James line, but, like, She's like good at stitching and like literally making a wig is straight up stitching weave onto a, a salt like oh, a cap. Oh, onto like a, a wave cap. Yeah. yeah. And so like my cousin, my cousin lives in Atlanta now too. And she was like, girl, I went to Ashley's house today. And she was like, the stitching on that thing is perfect. So, I mean, <laughs> now she making wigs and Now she making wigs. It's really crazy how you can just stumble onto some shit that you're yeah. good at, dog. It's literally how I got into this shit. I just stumbled. I was just doing this shit, stumbled upon it. Niggas started asking me to do it for them. And I was like, shit, look, yeah, I got like something going on. I got something going on here. So, like, what kind of stuff are you into, like, outside of, like, media, school, work? Like, mm-hmm. what's, like what types of shit do you doing? Wait, where are you at these days? Like, are you still around here in Gaithersburg? Baby, I'm in G-Burg. Yeah. I'm the damn high school. Yeah, it's like, lit. Yeah, it's yeah, lit. Yeah, yeah. So, so, what do you be getting into these days? Um, Literally, I... I mean, Wait, have you seen the new G Bird? The school? Yeah, the school. Yeah, I have. Wait, what's seen your it. I haven't. Well, I've been to the gym only. You know mm-hmm. how dog's my brother in law, right? You said who? Hot dog, he's my brother in law. He's no. my oldest sister. That's, that's that. crazy, right? So, Damn, um, I did not know that. <laughs> when did that happen? Because I don't think Hot Dog um, was married when I knew him. Nah. Like in high school. So, they got married recently? in 2011. Oh, word. Yeah, Congrats my sister and I was on the phone with before. Oh, when I, word. When I pulled out, oh, word, I word, to. word. And, um, they wait, got, so you, how many sisters do you have? I have two older sisters. Oh, okay. I'm the baby. Oh, okay. So, I they got married in 2011. I mean, I guess I was like low key the matchmaker. Like, he peeped her at my track meets and shit, you know? He's no key the matchmaker. Yeah, I'm like low key the matchmaker. If you know somebody needs to be put on the I can set people up. So, um, yeah, so. 
What, what was the question? We were talking about um, <laughs> how hot dog and your sister eat. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, basically, they're married. Like, that's, well, not basically, they are married. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they've been married for the last seven years. It's now, lit. Six years. Yeah, so um, they're married. And I mean, I don't really do much. Like, I hang out with my sister, um, I hang out with my parents. It's been like, it's actually been like a pretty smooth transition because even up to the point of coming to American, like, I wasn't even going to American. Like, my lease ended in Atlanta and I applied to like three or four different schools and I was going to school in Boston. Like, oh, word. Yeah, so I was going to Northeastern in Boston for another journalism program. It was two years long. And literally like the week before I was about to move, like I was like, it's so expensive. Like literally living in an apartment in Boston is more than living in the city here. Like the Boston shit is- Boston is like that? Boston is dumb high. That's crazy. Like it's high. And like the apartment I was looking at, like it was like $1,800, right? Yeah. 450 square feet. That sounds small. <laughs> that's so small. That that's literally small. this room. Yeah. And then it was like, it's it's a one, it's a it's a studio with an alcove. Have you ever even heard of that? No. I was like, what the fuck is an alcove? <laughs> Basically, it's a closet without doors. Yeah. <laughs> like a little opening in the, yes. like a little hole in the like, wall. I had to look it up. I was like, what is an alcove? Like I had yeah. to go on Google and look it's it up. Closet it's like without a, doors. That's like a little Space. It's like, yeah, it's little, like a little, space, a little opening space. in the wall that you can walk into. And basically like, what, what people fuck? do is, you know, like, they had it on, like, um, Full House. You remember they used to have that bed that, like, came I was off literally the about to say that shit. That came snapped back I was literally about to say that shit. I remember, I remember that episode of fucking Martin when Cole got that little ass apartment. Nigga pulled the bed, the fucking, like, ironing board, like, all that shit. That's basically what it is. Like, it's lucky, alcove. like, your bed is, all like, right. in the alcove and you bust <laughs> that shit out word. when it's time to go to bed. Alcove. Like, Nah, like, I'm not doing that. And, like, I just felt like it was going to be a very big burden on my parents because, like, although I was paying for most of it myself and, like, doing whatever, so, I was like... Okay, uh, if the if the fucking little-ass apartment in Boston is 1800 like, what's, like, the jobs out there? Do they pay well? Like, So, from what I was reading, like, a lot of times, like, the price of living there does not match, like, what people are making. What people are making. But it's kind of like one of those kind of commuter things. Like, people that, like work in Boston do, do not live, live in Boston. Boston yeah so like one of my homeboys like he lives I mean he works in Boston but I think he he works I mean he lives in like Cambridge or some shit yeah. like he lives like on the other side of a bridge okay. like low key behind Harvard somewhere like tucked off like chilling because yeah. it's too expensive to live in Boston and I'm like that's crazy like yeah. my parents were like oh we're gonna get a hotel for when you move in and the hotel room that they got was like 450 a night, my nigga. stupid. And it wasn't nothing going That's on. Stupid. Like, yeah. it wasn't even a Red Sox game happening. That's stupid. And I mean, stupid. another reason why I was probably high was because my apartment that I was supposed to move into was across the street from Fenway Park. Uh-huh. But I mean, prime location or something. I feel yeah. like that wouldn't be a prime. I feel like living by a ballpark is not prime location because, like, that's a hell. That's hella traffic that it's you don't want. Traffic, but that's kind of a burden, it's actually. It's like an attraction, I guess, you know? Like, mm. <laughs> but I I, one of the things I've always thought about is that like okay because I know people complain about the cost of living here but I'm like okay but like what is it compared to the pay you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying because like the, usually usually the cost of living correlates with like what the, what the pay is around here you know what I'm saying so like if you say the cost of living is it, cost of living is super cheap in like Texas or Atlanta or something I feel like okay it matches what people are making yeah. but at the same time I haven't lived anywhere but Maryland or Virginia. Yeah. So, so Boston was 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 on some OD shit, and I was just like, I was really conflicted. Like I didn't know if I should go, I didn't know if I should stay, or whatever. And I had gotten into American, but I had already denied them. Like I was like, no, nah, I ain't coming. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, matter of fact, 
So like literally one Friday and I was like, I know that they start like their classes in the summer because yeah. if I went to school in Boston, I wasn't starting until September. But I was like, you know, I want to move in like in August and like get acclimated to yeah. my apartment, like know where the city is, know where stuff is, like whatever, whatever. And I mean, it's real crazy. Like God works in a serious ways. Like the guy that I was dating at the time, like I had gotten into school in Boston first. Mm -hmm. He applied to law school in Boston and like three months later, he was like, well, I'm moving to Boston too because I got into law school in Boston. And I was like, okay. And like, we were both moving to Boston. I mean, I don't talk to that nigga now, but it's like, that was like amazing because I'm like, if I would have moved to Boston, we'd both have been in Boston. <laughs> he been basically the only person I knew. Yeah. Like, I was fucked. Yeah. So I'm like, it's just like crazy how shit works out. But That's I mean, like, true. now I'm at American. And when I called them, I was. When like, did the flip, like, when did the switch flip to be like, okay, I actually do have to go to American? <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, it was the Friday before they started class. Yeah. Like, they started class that next Monday. That Friday, like, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I was supposed to go to Boston that Saturday to go, like, basically pay my down payment for my rent like do whatever else pay the security deposit all that other shit and like it was just so expensive and I was just like do I really need to go and then for two years and then I started thinking about insurance I was like shit what am I gonna do for a whole year like yeah. I'm gonna make my parents pay for my insurance because I'm about to be 26 like yeah. it was it was just too much like yeah. it was it was a lot to think about and I mean like my parents are great and like my parents have literally helped me through everything but like yeah I shout out like parents also, yeah, <laughs> for real. Like my parents are the same way. Like I owe them everything. Yeah, that's why I decided to just like run their business. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like oh, that's I owe I, I owe them like everything mm -hmm. that I can even fathom. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they literally like are everything. And I just like I feel like also it becomes a point like you know when you're younger you're like oh yeah my parents will pay for that shit I don't care. Yeah. But when you get older, it's like, it comes to a point where it's like, no. This is what they paid. No, like, I, I, I look back and it's like, I used to think that way. I used to be like, oh, I'll just ask my mom or ask my dad. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's like, how many times I did that? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, they birthed me, so they are supposed to. But at mm -hmm. the same time, it's like, I have friends whose parents don't take care of them yeah. like my parents take care of me. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, I used to take, I know that I used to take it for granted. I don't mm -hmm. take that shit for granted anymore. And even looking back, I feel like I owe them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it's crazy, man. Yeah, so I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to stay in like... This way, I'll live at home or whatever. And I was like, I can I can tough it out for a year yeah, or whatever. Save I was some like, bread. Yeah, I was like, I'll just live at home. I'll save some money. And I'll go on from there. But, like, literally, I was so afraid because I haven't lived at home in seven years. Yeah. Like, coming back. And, like, even during winter breaks, like, I would literally be here for, like, probably the day I got out of class up until maybe, like, a few days after Christmas. And then I was back in Atlanta. So, yeah. like, I might have been here for two weeks at a time. But, like, I never had spent, like, a really long time at home. So, I was, like, honestly, a, like, I was concerned. I was like, shit, like, I don't know how this is going to turn out. But it's been great. What's like, that? Yeah, I was about to say, what's that adjustment been like? It. I mean, the only adjustment is, like, I try to be respectful about what time I come home. Mm -hmm. So, like, I try not to stay out. And, it's like, 3.30 is my limit. Like, do you be, like, so you still, you be, like, out on the scene. Like, I don't. I, saw, I asked you, like, what do you be doing when you're out here? You okay. didn't really, I don't know. You maybe you did. Maybe I missed it. But no, you didn't miss it. Probably, we probably, yeah, we go I, everywhere. We go everywhere here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, on the average weekend, have you been to Half Smoke yet? No, I don't even know what that is. I see. I don't be out, which is crazy. <laughs> Half smoke. Oh my god! Is, is that? A, it sounds like a barbecue place or something. So yeah, well, it's like sausage and all this other shit. Okay. And they have like chicken wings, of course. And do all they have stuff. drinks? What is the big? Yeah. They okay, do I was about drinks. to say like, so, are, are you telling me about it because of the sausage links or what? Like, nah, the sausage ain't one though. But the thing is, it's a ninety themes rest, nineties themed restaurant. Oh lit! So like, literally, all they play is like nineties music. Like they have the videos up on like the big ass TV lit. screens. Like so, the MTV like, jams. 
videos. Basically, it's like MTV jams in that bitch. And then it's like this thing on the wall, and it's like I never want to grow up. Like their menus are in like. I don't, what are they called? Like, some, like, it's like those, you remember like those ugly ass, like, unicorn binders that all the girls used to have in elementary school? I remember those little binders, yeah. I think it's called like a Trapper Keeper or something. Yeah. Yeah, they have, <laughs> they have their menus inside of Trapper Keepers. Yeah. They give you your receipt inside of like VHS boxes. No. Like, Beauty and the Beast, here you go. But the other thing that's really tight about, um, Half Smoke is like they have games in there so like they have like this like big wall and it's like different shelves on it you can like play SAR you can play Battleship you can play whatever like they have like hella games like Cards Against Humanity like it's I mean it's lit like it's a nice little experience they have a nice bar and I went to a Christmas party there not Christmas a Thanksgiving party it was the night before Thanksgiving and when I walked in I see this guy with his yellow hat on he's kind of light skinned and he has a three on his hat and I was like Chance the Rapper nigga that's Chance the Rapper (laughs) you thought it was Chance it was Chance. It wasn't Chance. It was was W A S was. Chance was in Half Smoke. Where is Half Smoke? On Georgia Avenue, DC. Chance was in no Half lie. Smoke. Him nigga. and his baby mama. I can call yeah, my best right. friend right now. <laughs> yeah, Mac, right. I'm not lying. Chance was in there, and when I, I tell see you, that wasn't shit even on no packed. social medias. I ain't hear no word because of he, Chance being in. He uh, wasn't GC. trying to take pictures in like literally. Real? You asked him. Nah, the girl in front of me asked <laughs> <laughs> So you, you got the hint. <laughs> like, like, I'm, not, I'm not even going. I, I love Chance. Like, yeah. literally, like that, like, and not even on no, like, you know, like, I feel like when, when women see, like, artists that they like, they're like, oh my gosh, like, he's so hot. Like, yeah. I want to touch him. Like, Chance the Rapper, Two Chains, and Rich Homie Kwan, like, in my head, we're like best friends. Like, yeah, that's my you nigga, just like, like the person that they yes, are. Like, yeah. I love their personality, especially my nigga Two Chains. Like, yo, Two those three people that homie. you named are actually. I can I can say that about them too. Like I fuck with Chance, the person he is, mm-hmm. and I feel like if I really off the acid rap shit, like when he came out with for acid rap, I was like, oh this this dude is yeah, nice. Like so I fuck nice. with him. And then like as as he's like blown up, not that I've like fucked with him any less, but it's just that like all right, well everyone fucks with him, so yeah. it's cool. Two chains I fuck with. Like two chains. I, I want him to be like my uncle type shit. Like <laughs> yes! I, 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 I want to. I just want to like have a conversation with the nigga because that nigga like funniest shit. Tell the nigga, you know what I'm saying? Is. I fuck with Two Chains. And then you said Rich Homie Quan. I like I like Rich Homie Quan's music yeah, though. He's, he's like, done he's, my shit. He's my nigga off the music shit, but on some like the type of music he makes. I don't really like rappers that make the type of music he makes, mm-hmm. but I like him for some reason. He's actually the reason I like Lil, uh, Young Thug because okay. like I didn't fuck with Young Thug until I fucked with... There's a couple songs that I heard with them both on it. Lifestyle. The Lifestyle joke, but there's another joke. I'm a fan of the busy and flip. Oh, that shit, yeah. That's my shit, yeah. And like, that, like, I don't know if that was the summer I was getting out of college or what, but when they, um... When it came out with that shit with T.I. Ain't About the Money. Yes. Yo. That is. That's why I like Young Thug today. That was my shit. Yo. When that shit came out. When I tell you. I I would go a whole 24 hours listening to nothing but that song. Like. There was a time I would only listen to that. Dog. That was like I, I even thought like T.I. was dead Like you know what I'm saying I, I love T.I. Yeah, whatever Dog Ain't about the money Or all about the Whatever it's called That shit mm-hmm. is my shit dog To this day Like I when that, that shit song. dropped That was That was that, Yeah that was the one That was, was probably like the, the first time whole summer. Yeah that was probably the first time I, I would listen to like a song Back to back to mm-hmm. back to back to back to back That was such a good song And like 
I haven't like Rich Homie's new material is kind of like yeah. I haven't but, really like, heard no Rich Homie, which is crazy. His like Atlanta material, like 2012 to like 2014, when he was like, I dropped the top of my whip. Yeah, that, car, that was that was the Rich Homie that was like type of way. Like that's that's, my that's my the rich, yeah homie. that's like, the Rich Homie I fuck with. That's like literally that mixtape. I used to play it every fucking day on my way to class. Like I loved. And his that's album. why you feel like y'all yeah, are best and, friends. Like, I feel like that's like my homeboy. <laughs> so when I saw Chance, like it wasn't even on no like I'm a groupie type shit, but it's like but I'm yeah, a Let's go, let's go get it. But it's like, you want to mock me on the yeah, air? Like, I'm like, you know, Thanksgiving tomorrow. You, yeah. got, uh, you got plans? <laughs> you want to come back? What's up? Like, like literally he, like I felt like he was my friend so like my, my friend saw him and it was very weird because like I had to do like literally like five different double takes because yeah. everybody was very chill like it wasn't Chance the Rapper yeah. but I'm assuming maybe because we came like a little later on in the game like everybody so had already so in this place what is the, set the scene like okay. what does this right. place look like set the scene. because I need to know if this is a is this like a club like Rose Bar looking type place no 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 it's like not a, like Rose Bar it's more so like like a bar like a restaurant like what is it Okay, if, it, if, if it's like Rose Bar, it's only the first floor of Rose Bar. Okay. Like, when you walk up the steps. Okay. So, like, okay, I'm going to paint the picture, like, in this room. So, like, in this, like, cat corner position right where the door is, like, that's where the door is for Hasmo, okay. right? You walk in, and, like, the kitchen is back this way, and then it's, like, right here is, like, this big bar. Okay. And then push back on this wall behind you, it's, like, different couches and tables and stuff where you can sit. And then you come around on this wall, and there's more couches and tables, and the bar also squares around to that side. Okay. So, so it's like a nice size place. Yeah, it's okay. a nice size place. Like it's roomy, you can move around. Okay. So chance is like maybe right behind where you are. Yeah. I'm where this camera is. Yeah. Literally <laughs> less than ten feet away from this Yeah. Thing. So my friend was like, Are you gonna take pictures? I said, bitch, I'm going for it. <laughs> so like I got on my little loomy light, I turn my light on, I'm in I'm on my Instagram filter. Yeah. Like, I'm ready, right? Getting ready. Just so you gotta just slide just, in, snap. Yeah, talk about it. And move on, right? So Yo. literally the girl that was walking in front of me, she was like, Oh my gosh, I love you so much. Can I take a picture? And he was like, nah, sweetheart, I'm not taking pictures tonight. I was like, uh, I put my shit back in my purse and I kept walking. Literally yeah. the whole night. I was like, damn. <clears throat> but I, okay, that's actually interesting. So like there's a whole there's actually like, you know what I'm saying, talk about like what celebrities are supposed to do in situations mm-hmm. like that. Like, do you feel like he owes you a picture? Or do you feel like he's a person? Like, if you don't feel like doing it, you don't feel like doing it. Yeah, like, so... What do you feel about that? I was kind of heartbroken because, yeah. like I told I just, you, I you don't You can't see people like this every yeah, day. Yeah, it's not an everyday occurrence. And yeah. I was like, and it's still so mind-boggling to me. Like, why the hell was he in D.C. the night before Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, in Chicago. Exactly. And I'm like, it's like 2 a.m. Like, you, said you, you said with his baby moms? You said with his baby moms? Yeah, his baby mom was there. And, like, low-key, she looked like his bodyguard. Like, she was like... <laughs> Standing over standing <laughs> And she's already mad at all. Yeah. So I was like You better protect your man girl yeah. So um, She was there But like It was just very random But I feel like For celebrities Like they're owed That like privacy Like if you don't want To take pictures today Like that's fine Like you're a person too You shouldn't have yeah, to Yeah I feel pictures. like I feel like every human being Is owed mm-hmm. that You know what I'm saying And I feel like we forget That celebrities are human mm-hmm. beings You know what I'm saying Yeah As like Cause I saw um, some shit like that went viral on Twitter about this girl. You know the you know the people that do the uh, Stranger Things that show. Yeah. So uh, one of the kids on that show was like walking out of his hotel and like some girl and some guy were like standing outside the hotel were like yo I love you. Uh, same kid that was on it. Y'all don't know if you seen the movie it. But, Which like, one was it? Uh, his name is Finn. On the show. Uh, in real life, I think. He's with got the like the long boy? hair. Nah, he's the curly hair. With the curly, the light white boy with the curly hair. 
I don't know if he's got missing teeth, but he he's kind of uh, chunky, kind of chunky a little bit. Nah, no, I know you're talking about the dude being on the Vi- Verizon commercials. Yeah, not nah, him. not him. Okay. The uh, I don't know. I, see, I don't watch Stranger Things, but I saw him in it. I don't watch it. Yeah, I'm, Stranger uh, Things is. I, I, I've I've heard okay. I've heard I don't watch it. I'm not, it's not because I don't want to watch it. It's just because I don't have I. I have a I have select time to watch things. So when I watch when okay, I have time watch to watch things, I watch, watch what I want. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, I saw him in it, and I was like, "Damn, this kid is a good actor." Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Fast forward, he's like the hottest thing, or one of the kids on Straightest Stranger Things, which is like the hottest show on television. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway. He's walking out of a hotel and like two fans are standing outside the hotel like, oh, I really love you. Uh, can we take a picture? And he just kind of like ignores them. And then the girl posts some shit about how like, he's so rude and all this shit. And then like everybody else on Twitter comes to his defense like, yo, like he doesn't owe you anything. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't owe you no picture. Like you're you're creeping outside. And what's crazy is that the, it's just, the, the girl posted a video I guess she kind of like fast forwarded or whatever, but like it's him walking out of the hotel, like into a car, and then like him coming back into the hotel. So basically, she literally stalking him. She camped outside for however long he was gone. <laughs> asked asked him on her on his way out and on his way in, and she said no. no. He didn't even he didn't even say no. He just like kind of was like hey, and then just kept it moving. Yeah. And she was like, "Can I get a picture?" He just kind of ignored her. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm like I'm of the mindset like dog like. These people are human beings too, like you know. And I kind of think of, t- I kind of think to times when like I'm like when I want to be by myself. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like I do a lot of shit with a lot of people all the time, but it's like I have a lot of times when I want to be alone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like I if I was a celebrity, you know what I'm saying? And I was like in one of those moments where I wanted to be by myself, but I got people hounding me. Like, how would I feel about that shit? You know or like sometimes you just don't want to take a picture. Like, yeah, you I don't, don't know how you look. I, like, like, yeah, like I don't want to be in your picture. I don't know what you're going to do with you, this. I don't know who, I don't you, know who are. you are. And like, I feel like there just needs to be like a fine line drawn. Like, okay, like you saw him on tour and you haven't to see him like outside of the arena or like getting to a tour or something you want to ask for a picture cool but like that's another reason why I was impressed like I was kind of sad I was like damn Chance don't want to take no pictures but I'm like he's vibing like he let was at half smoke he was drinking like yeah. turning up whatever whatever like let him vibe like let him yeah. do whatever he wants to do like and he's also like a community figure he's like really out yeah. there with the community these days so he probably didn't want to be like pictured in the bar I don't know I don't know yeah, but I mean he talks about what he talks about in his the rap the next so. time I meet him I'll just be like yeah the last time you played me but <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even know you he didn't even know you did but <laughs> you did <laughs> that's yeah. lit that's lit so I was like so oh um 2018 is literally around the corner. Do you mm-hmm. have any things that you're working on or anything that you want to kind of accomplish as we move into this next year? Um, well, definitely graduating from, from my program. That's one thing. Um, I've been trying to like just like live a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. Like, period. And I, I mean, that's been something that I've adopted. I agree. I'm the same way. I've been trying, especially not that I'm like doing, well, I've started, you know what I'm saying? Started working out more. I've been trying to like eat healthier. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel you though. I'm trying to move towards that. So that's what I'm doing. Um, Still drinking though, so I gotta. Yeah, I mean, I gotta offset. I gotta offset it with the with the healthy <laughs> food and the healthy and the healthy habits. See, and that's like you I don't know, know about that because like when I was in Atlanta, I had a trainer and he was like, "Oh, like y'all can't drink for twenty one days, like blah blah blah." And I was like, "Who?" Huh? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I was like, twenty one days, like you should get me fucked up. But um, I mean, I feel like I feel like everything is good in moderation. You know what I'm that's saying? Real. Like, and 
my thing is like when I go out to drink and like just me being healthier now like I'm either on like oh I'm on my mimosa tip or I'm like okay let me get a a, a, a gin and tonic yeah yeah let me get a vodka like, soda something, like yeah. yeah something where it's not like I'm just going to finish the rest of this yeah something where it's not like OD calories like, yeah but yeah just like adopting a like um well not adopting it but like maintaining Continuing. my healthier lifestyle yeah um trying to get my brand out there a little bit better this year like I think I did at the end of 2016 to to, like begin of 2017 I think I did like an okay job and then like I kind of fell off because I was like applying to school and doing whatever and I kind of put it on the back burner Mm -hmm. so now I think it's like my time to come back but I'm also one of those kind of people like new year new me is like bullshit you know I feel that same way it's like like, it's but to me though to me it's kind of like I kind of assess what I accomplished in a 12 month span mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying And then I kind of like Try to assess What I can accomplish In the next 12 month span That's kind of how I look I don't look at it As a new year new me It's okay. just like a well, It's a just Yeah it's like I, I, There is no new me mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm 20 I'm like 27 <laughs> Like I I'm not that I am who I am But it's like You know what I'm saying It's for I'm I'm pretty deeply rooted In my principles And my shit like that And I've also come to realize Like a change in the calendar year is not going to change who yeah. you are. Like seriously, like you, it's literally like that's why I said I start. I've, I've just started working out, and shit. I didn't wait till 2018 to be like, oh, I'm going to start working out. Nah, mm-hmm. if I decide I want to change my healthy lifestyle, I'm going to do that today. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't know why people feel like it's like, oh, a whole new year, so I'm like going to change like everything. Like, that never happens. Oh, it's, that never happens. Never like, happens. It's it, it. Honestly, honestly, it. I think it comes from like a societal like we kind of like. Adopted this that way of thinking of mm-hmm. like okay new year new beginnings yeah, type like shit. It's start. it's just like a it's something that's like inherent in us. Like because I even remember like literally every year I'm thinking like okay what's going to be different about me in the next year and mm-hmm. it wasn't until like the last couple years where I realized like well I never really changed you know what I'm saying ever <laughs> you know at least at least not because of the year i if i want to change it's because i want to change, change not yeah. because of like what year it is and stuff like that so like now it's more of like okay what do i want to accomplish or what did i accomplish in the last 12 months mm-hmm. what do i want to accomplish in the next 12 months that's kind of how i look at it now but on the contrary i will say this about myself mm-hmm. so like this year i told myself like by the time december 31st comes like it's like in terms of like starting a new chapter if you will like there's like there's just certain people that I'm like I'm gonna cut you out like in terms of starting a new chapter like I don't want to bring you into 2018 that's real yeah and like that's like low key what I've been trying to do or like even mend friendships or like things that I feel like need to be mended or seeing like if in fact they're gonna be mending and if they are like okay let's progress but if not then like let's leave it alone alone because it's like been so you know like People keep popping up in your life. Like people will find an excuse to pop up. What like, that happens all the time, especially especially Day. when you like start to get some shit going for yourself. Yes. You start to like, you know what I'm saying? Start feeling like where you're at. Mm-hmm. That's when. And actually, I used I I used to hear like a quote or like a mantra or something about that about how like once you start to figure things out or once start once things start rolling. It's inevitably people from your past always come in, and I I kind of started thinking of it as like. This is kind of like rash to say, but like not the devil coming in, but just mm-hmm. like something coming in to kind of like test if you're really yeah. about the things you say you're about. So if you say you're like, oh, I've changed for the better. I'm really about this like self-development change or whatever. And then somebody, you know what I'm saying, from your past comes into your life and says, hey, 
how you react to that is kind of like mm-hmm. it decides whether you're really about to change you say you're bad yeah that's kind of yeah, how I, I looked at it that. like because it's like if if you quickly just be like oh hey and then let's go out and do the same shit we were doing before mm-hmm. then it's like okay you really haven't changed you thought you have but you don't have the discipline to actually like you know what I'm saying go to the next like step or whatever yeah that's kind of how I see it it's like those little people coming back in your life are tests but at the same time I feel like life is all about relationships and yeah. relationships you make with people. So it's like, man, but relationships good and bad. You know what I'm saying? So it's like all that shit is, it's, yeah, life is so hard to like figure out. There's yeah, no like, it's really hard. there's no like formula. There's no like, cause even as you're saying that, there's people that I've brought back into my life that, I needed to. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, there's people that I brought back into my life that I was like, damn, I shouldn't have. And now I'm like, with this person again, I gotta ditch this person again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta ditch this person again. You know what I'm saying? But life is all about, like, trial and error, dog. Yeah, and I think it's like, it's all about, like, learning who you are and, like, what is your path and what you're gonna take yeah, and, like, what you're that's gonna the, do. that's the first and foremost. Because I feel like so much and, like, so many times out here, like, we see, like, oh, this person did this and, like, oh, maybe this is gonna work for me and it's like, no, like, that's not your path. Like, that's not, that's path. not what God sees for you. Like, that's not what's gonna happen for you and maybe, like, the same thing will happen but you have to take another path. Like, I think people get so caught up in like seeing what other people have and like low-key like longing and lusting for other people's lifestyles or like what they have or like seeing like the blessings that have happened to them and you think that you're automatically owed that same shit or like that that thing is going to happen or, to you the same or, exact way. Or because it happened to that person, it won't happen to you. Or like, you know what I'm saying? If, where, or where, someone sees, where someone sees some success and you can't be happy for them because it's like, well, I haven't seen any success. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, man, that's, that's very real. That's very real. And then like, I mean, and like, you'll even see like, Hate and like the people around you, like it's crazy. Like life is something. Life is really something else. It's all a learning thing to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To me, it's like kind of like you were touching on. If you figure yourself out, figure out what makes you happy, what you want to do, and you attack those things, then mm-hmm. it's like what's happening around you to other people shouldn't really affect you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If people, people that you love are doing well. That should be motivation. That should be, you should just be happy for them because it's like, okay, if, like the way I see it, yo, like when, when people that I fuck with are doing what they want to do, mm-hmm. it just makes the relationship between me and that person better because it's like, you're not, like we're not taught, when, when we do link up, you're not always complaining, you know what I'm saying? You're not always like being a Debbie Downer, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in that, it's, the reason I said that is because it's like, I'm never in a position where I want you to do what I want you to do. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, we were talking about how, like, you know what I'm saying? You can see the potential in somebody, but they want, like, something that's maybe less than the potential that you see. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get discouraged of, like, dog, like, why are you setting your goals so low? You can be this, that, and the third. And it's just, like, to me, it's just, like, whatever you want to be, be that so yeah. that you can be as happy as you can be when we interact with each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's how, because I'm, I'm doing that on my end. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing whatever I want to do. Like, I take my close family and friends into consideration, but in the sense that, like, I'm not going to do anything that's going to make them, like, that's going to hurt them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not doing anything that's going to hurt them. But at the same time, they might not understand, like, what I'm doing or why I'm doing it. But I'm so deeply rooted in, like, what I'm trying to do yeah. that it's like, I'm going to do it regardless of if I have your support or not. 
You know what I'm saying? That's real. So it's like when if you if you take your life and do it and treat it that way, when we interact with each other, we'll both be happy because mm-hmm. I'm not doing what you wanted me to do that I didn't want to do, and you're not doing what I wanted you to do that you didn't want to do. You know what I'm saying? I want everyone to do what they want to do in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like people like when you're hanging out with people and like sometimes they're just like unhappy. Like it can be so draining. Yeah, that's just sucks. Like they no bring, one wants that energy. Like, Hello, like they literally will bring you down. Like oh, my job sucks. What's crazy is that like where's the where's the line between like being a good friend and listening to Mm -hmm. people's problems and like I mean I would I would call it being a good friend and like telling them about themselves Mm. but like you know I'm saying some people don't see it that way it's like you know I'm saying you just being like yo like you made your bed now lay in it yeah. You know what I'm saying Or Like like things don't happen to, Like I really don't think Things happen to people But the way that people Like explain like things It's like Somebody did this to them You know what I'm saying Somebody like against them Nah Like this is just what happened Like How do you maneuver Around that Or how do you maneuver in Like in, mm-hmm. w- With that You know what I'm saying And I think a lot of people Don't have like A positive Like Outlook on it all shit. starts with a positive yeah, outlet. Like, you have to be positive about stuff. Cause like I mean, like, I think it happens to everybody. Like, you're gonna get pissed off, you're gonna get down on yourself. For like sure. something shit isn't gonna go your way. But I feel like it's all about like that resilience and like jumping back on it and like being the best person that you can be. But enough people aren't like that to where it's like everything is so doom and gloom. Oh my gosh, like yeah. a victim, 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 me, me, me. Like it's so annoying. So and it's just like, nigga, grow up. You know? For real. That's really what it like, is. Like, that's really what it is. Like, I look it's crazy. Because, like, I look at my parents all the time. Like, they're, you know what I'm saying? They were immigrants, moved to this country mm-hmm. with, like, in their 20s. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's nothing that I can go through that, like, would even justify complaining to them. Because, like, yeah. what they went through to, to get to where they are, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, it doesn't even compare. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I always have that in my mind. Shit like it's that. It's just, it's too short. And, like, like prime example, like, we went out. I went out with some of my classmates on Friday to kind of, like, celebrate, like, the end of the semester and stuff like that. And, like, it was something simple. Like, one of my one of my classmates was like, oh, um, the table is upstairs. In reality, it was downstairs. But we had already gone upstairs. And, like, one of my classmates was like, man, she got me so tight. She told me this was downstairs, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, girl, Who I said, cares? listen. My point is like, that's it. Well, bitch, guess what? We're just going to get some extra fucking exercise. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I'm like, I came here to turn up. And I think my mentality about life is literally just like, I want to live my best life in like, literally, I just want to live it well. Like, yeah. I want to I want to get lit. I want to have fun. I want to talk shit. I want to learn new shit about yeah. people. Like, I want to vibe. Like, I want to listen to music. I want to do this. I want to eat good. Like, I don't have time to be like stuck in a funk and a rut. And but just what's be crazy like, is that life will throw all of that extra yeah. shit at you. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's all about that's how what, you take yeah, it. that's literally about like, dog, like, what do you think happens when you're living and breathing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, all the, like, all these things are thrown at you. It's about, and what's crazy is that like, it happens to everyone, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's things that happen to you in your life that like you don't fuck with, but like guess what? There's things that happen to me in my life that I don't fuck with. It might not be the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It might not be like like the thing that bothers me not might not be the thing that bothers you, but like there are things that bother me that happen in my life. Mm-hmm. I get through them. You're the same way. Like I be trying to tell my friends like, "Yo, like all this shit is just like a part of life, dog. Like mm-hmm. you got to keep you literally and honestly, I feel like that's why um, I mean, I feel like since I've had like my eye on like my prize, like what I've been trying to do, like mm-hmm. as far as like career wise, 
I've been it's been easier for me to like kind of like block out all the shit that doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of people just from speaking to a lot of people, you know, like a lot of people don't know what their passion is. They don't know what they want to do for a living. They don't have like a life thing that they're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. So that's why all these little things can like affect their life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's I think that's a reason. Like if you don't have if you don't know what you're after and you don't know what you're trying to do, like with your life, then like these little bullshit things that happen can like really affect you. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I never thought about that. Yeah, that's um, a little food on. for thought. Yeah, decided I would leave nice you with some shit. food for thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any anything you want to leave the people with? Um. No. Peace and blessings peace during and this blessings. holiday season. Yeah, it's holidays. What you got going on for Christmas? Um. Around the way. Yeah, I'm gonna be here. Yeah. Like just just chilling. Um, my sister's gonna come up. Ashley will be here from Atlanta, so that's cool. And then. Two of my best friends are actually coming from Atlanta up here for New Year's Eve. Everybody live in Atlanta. <laughs> everybody lives you in Atlanta. Like everybody lives in Atlanta. So, um, two of my two of my homies are coming from the A up here, and like for some reason they love DC. Like, but I think um, I mean honestly, like when people you have, that like, don't live here love it. Yeah, but and I think I think just period. Like when you have like a lit. I mean, you can probably attest to this. Like. When your personality and like this isn't even people want to be around you. Yeah, like when you're a lit person, people want to be around you. Like you have a good time. Like you, like like me. Like when I tell you, I'd be like, y'all, y'all want to turn up? Like when I saw this mimosa in here, you probably didn't see me, but I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I started doing a little dance, like. I'm all about having a good time. Like, when it's time for me to do my business and be serious, like, I'm about my shit. Yeah. But when it's time for me to have fun, like, I want to enjoy myself. I want to have fun. Yeah. Anyway, they're coming up here for New Year's Eve, so that's, like, holiday-ish, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, we're trying to figure that out, but, yeah, that's it. I mean, like I said, peace and blessings. Um, Don't let anybody get you down. Like, life is life, and, like, things are going to happen, but I think it's all about, kind of like we've been saying, like, it's the way that you can take it, and, like, even if you want to flip it and make it to something positive, like, do that, but, like, don't let anything get you down, like, be resilient, like, always have a plan B, like, jump back into whatever you have to jump back into, because, like, literally, if you let somebody else, like, fuck up your plan, then they've won, you know, so, like, stay on your course, do what you have to do, and, like, going from that because if yeah. I would have let people fuck up my plan I would have been uh, college dropout yeah. and I would have been probably somewhere in a homeless shelter I mean my parents wouldn't let me be homeless <laughs> you know real. what I'm saying like that's I probably would have been back here twiddling my thumbs with yeah. like three kids like doing nothing I mean if you want to have three kids like that's your business but you know what I'm saying like yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I just, we're not be doing what you what really I want, want to do, do. And, yeah. what's, and what's actually funny like you said like one of the first things you said was that like people really do be trying to bring you down you know what i'm saying like whether they know they're trying to yeah. do it or not but like self-esteem is a real thing and sometimes when like someone expresses their goals to you or like their dreams to you and you shut it down like mm-hmm. not even shut it down but just like don't support them that can be really discouraging you yeah. said something about that earlier like you know what i'm saying how yeah. like people would like rappers would be like oh somebody told me mm-hmm. i wouldn't be shit like that's a real thing you that's know what i'm saying shit. and i mean i know we're, we're wrapping this up but with that being said like people will literally like discourage you to the point where you don't want to do anything and like it, like you think they're right yeah you know what I'm saying? but it's like, like that's just their opinion that literally is no that's literally them like that one yeah, person they like, don't speak for anyone but themselves you know what i'm saying that's mm-hmm. something that i had to realize like like no like just because a person doesn't like it doesn't mean b c d z three you know what i'm saying and c everything's not z, for everybody like, like and that's what i'm saying everything's not for everybody so like like really when you said that that i really like i really believe that i i agree with that 100 percent. like people will say like shit about like this won't work you can't do that mm-hmm. you don't like you know what i'm saying you don't know that dog like like 
that's just how I feel. And I totally agree. Yeah, man. Your your closing statement definitely kind of like brought made made that pop back into my head because I actually wanted to say something about that because I really feel mm-hmm. like. Uh, like there's so many people that want to be mediocre in life and they'll mm-hmm. tell you that you need to do this then the third so that you can be mediocre too yeah. you know what i'm saying and then honestly honestly i feel like honestly i feel like we're all mediocre the majority of us are mediocre mm-hmm. you can't have like like everyone can't be p diddy everyone can't be yeah, like rihanna be like everyone can't be that big that famous mm-hmm. but we can all be like really mediocre in the thing that we love doing you know what i'm saying and when i say mediocre i mean like at least sustain a life that you can live Mm -hmm. doing the thing you don't have to be like mediocre at someone else's job you know what i'm saying you can be mediocre at yours and like live your own life in that same mold you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying but everybody thinks when they want to go do their own thing they got to be the next p diddy they got to be the next like 15 million like subscriber mm. like you know what I'm saying that, that's real though like yeah, every, I mean, you know what I'm saying everyone everyone's not supposed to be the most famous person yeah. otherwise we won't have a uh, the most famous, famous person. person you know what I'm saying so like find your niche fucking cultivate your shit within that shit and just do the most you can yeah. within that shit and I think also another final word yeah within finding your niche and like also like this is I guess for the people out there that like haven't found their path and aren't sure like I've seen so many people that are like, oh my gosh, I'm like 25, 26, 27. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, and they're down on themselves or like, I'm about to be 30 and I ain't got no man or no husband or no girlfriend, whatever. Like life is so long. life. Hello. And I'm like, literally like the older I get, the younger I feel like, Yo, that's, like, that's so I real. I don't know. Like how it's much because you can understand, no, because you can understand like what you're thinking. Like mm-hmm. I understand myself so much more now that it's like, Damn, if I was like, if I had this mindset when I was like 18, 21, mm-hmm. I would be a fucking monster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, I still feel like an 18, 21 year old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I still like drink when I want. I'm still yeah. raging with my friends, doing stupid shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, like, the only reason I feel 27 is because of the knowledge I've gained over the last like six yeah. years. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a smart ass 27 year old, but I'm like, I'm a childish ass 27 year old. You know what I'm saying? And and that's just what it is. And it's really crazy. Like, I mean, yeah, man, I feel like we just as a society, we just grow up thinking that we're supposed to mm-hmm. do things by a certain age. We're supposed to have things by a certain age. And like, as I get older, one of the things I realize is like life one, everyone is on a different timetable. Yep. And two, uh, no, age isn't associated with anything. You know what I'm saying? Age is not associated with, like, even knowledge. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, there's, I'm still learning from, like, some of my homies that are, like, 24, 23. Like, they're just more knowledgeable about some shit than mm-hmm. I am. You know what I'm saying? And I learn from them. And I have no shame in learning from them. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, I'm still, I'm learning from, like, people that are, like, in their 30s and, like, people that are in their 40s. There's people that I be talking to that are older than me that I be telling shit to and they be like, damn, like, I wish I was you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, age is literally nothing but a number, dog. Mm-hmm. So, like. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I feel the same way, man. People need to just do like what you feel like doing, dog. Do that, yo, and your life will figure itself out. Definitely, I, feel like I agree that. with that. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you for it's really crazy. Me. It was good seeing you. Good seeing you too. Appreciate you listening to this a podcast. Hit me up on thisnation.com. Watch my stuff on this nation TV. You're, 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 you're. Yerp, yerp, yerp.
you're you're 